Alright, okay, okay, it's Magnificent Vibes Podcast. Alright, okay, alright, okay, okay, it's Magnificent Vibes Podcast. Yeah. Welcome to Magnificent Vibes Podcast. Featuring your boy Ian Ray. And we got a good show ahead of you. Today we're going to talk about the Bears striking gold. With the best, if not the best or one of the best defensive players in the league. We're going to discuss whether this makes the Bears a playoff team. Also, we have a new segment coming up and it's called Don't Press In. You'll see. Stay tuned. We also also have a new segment entitled Door to Door, which we'll be talking about different topics that Ian might be interested in or might not be interested in. Stay tuned for that as well. Also, we're going to talk about different magnificent vibes music wise that we've been listening to and we're going to put y'all up on it. So just sit back, relax, enjoy the vibes. Enjoy the sports talk, enjoy the media talk, and most importantly, enjoy the show. Death, you alcoholic. I'ma be surfing that thing that's worth feeling. Hyper typically shoot up your feel. Yo, yo. Yo, yo, yo. We on? We, 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 we got a connection, man. We good. We good. Reporting live from the lovely Wow Hundreds on the south side of Chicago, man. Oh, the Wow, Wow. Yeah, you nice. know it, man. You uh, know it. Home base for me, man. <laughs> Okay, so I'm thinking uh, 103rd, you got that Harold's Chicken over there on 103rd. It's still over there? It's still over there, man. They kind of fell off a little bit, but it's still over there. Oh, they bad fell off, dude. That ain't nothing new. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a staple, though. I've been, I've been sipping cough syrup all day, man, so I'm not, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, I'm not 100%, man. I'm fighting a real bad summer cold right now, so... Oh man, I had the summer best. flu. I had the summer flu last week, man. I couldn't even. I mean, I lost my appetite, dude. That's how bad a commission Ooh, I was. Same with me. Man. Same with me, man. I haven't been hungry, man. I just <clears throat> it's bad, man. But I'm I'm making it, man. I'm making it. Oh, uh, that's what's up. That's what's up. We we got a big show. Uh, two weeks since we shot our last episode, so we got a lot to catch up on, um, including some stuff that's happening locally. Uh, one is Michael Kopech. Before we get into him, because I got a set, I got a special segment for him. <laughs> but <laughs> but um, we definitely about to talk about the Bears to start off the show since the season is underway, and that's what everybody's talking about. This big move that the Bears made, this huge trade that they made. The question is, and, and now that is what we're like three days removed from that day of the trade. Now things are starting to simmer down. Now thing, now everybody's kind of talking in perspective. It's not like a first reaction type thing. So let's see, three days in, how do you feel? And do you think they have a chance to make the playoffs with this big move? Um, well, full disclosure, I, I, like I said last time, I haven't really been keeping up with the, with the NFL off season, preseason, et cetera. And, and to be honest, man, like, 
the NFL, man, the last two, three years, I have been losing interest more and more. I'm like, I'm like that rapper that hates rap, man, when it comes to the <laughs> NFL. I, I love sports, man, but something about the NFL just been leaving a bad taste in my mouth lately. But um, you asked the question, do I think the Bears have a shot at the playoffs? No, um, because mm-hmm. of the division they're in. They're still in a pretty competitive division. I don't care what anybody says. Um, and it's the Bears. You know, they, they, they find ways to snatch defeat from the jaws of victory. So, um, I don't know, man. I, I, I think the Bears are still going to go 8-8 eight and eight this year. Um, I don't know that much about Khalil Mack. Maybe you could school me a little bit and, um, you know, kind of kind of open my eyes a little bit to, to more to what he's, you know, what he's capable of. Right. Well, uh, Khalil Mack, one defensive player of the year, he led the league in sacks at 15, and he was doing this playing linebacker and defensive end. He has 10 sacks last year, which is a step down from his previous uh, performances. Okay. But um, the Bears were in the top 10 in defense last year, and they did this with no-name players. Um, so now you add a big name, uh, top three defensive player in, uh, in, in the league, you add a guy like him to an already stout defense. And to me, I feel like this is great news for a quarterback like Trubisky, which means you don't have to be forced to try to display this. I know they got Matt Nagy as their new head coach, and he's all about offense, and he wants to get the ball down the field. But now you could play it a little safe and, and really take your time with Mitchell Trubisky's development. You don't have to rush him and trying to be a pay Manning or or this, that, and the other. You can work him to that because you, now you got a defense on the other end that's going to give a lot of teams problems. However, I'm, I, know you're, I know you're sticking to your 8-8. Eight eight. I know I said 8-8 eight eight in the last show. But I'm gonna get, I think Khalil Mack gives them one more win than 8-8. Eight eight. I think it gives them a 9-7 chance this season. I'm not ready to put them in the playoffs, too, because I still think that Green Bay and Minnesota are stronger. Uh, Absolutely. Based off quarterback, not not defense, just based off quarterback situation. Um, Green Bay still has that man. And, you know, Minnesota still got that half of a man. (laughs) (laughs) And half of a man and a man can beat a boy any day, so, uh, which is Trubisky. He's still but a boy like Jeremiah in the, in the Bible. So <laughs> yeah, I'm but a boy. I'm but a boy. <laughs> you know what I mean, that's what Trubisky is. So uh, that's the reality. Um, I think they're I think they will finish the season nine and seven. I still get I think they're better than Detroit, most definitely, because Detroit didn't do anything to upgrade their defense. But to put people in perspective as far as those who aren't getting as excited with Khalil Mack because of, like, we might have listeners that say, oh, the Bears gave up too much as far as uh, giving away two first-round picks. Well, let's think about the history of the Bears' first-round picks. <laughs> Do you remember any of the Bears' first-round picks going, with this, man. going into the Hall of Fame? Yeah, yeah. I already know where you were going with that. The Bears don't draft well. They don't. They don't. They draft. Tra- it's okay. I'm pulling up a list of 
Bears first round draft picks. All right. And I'm going to date it back to, I'm going to go back. I'm going to say 1999. No, no, 1998, because I want to make a joke about this one. 1998, you know who they drafted uh, with the fifth pick in the NFL draft? Who was that? Curtis Enos. Remember that fool? Oh, yeah. That dude was a scrub. I remember him, (laughs) y'all. I remember he had one game. I remember one game. He scored a touchdown, and he went into the end zone. After he scored a touchdown, he laid down on the ground and put his hand on top of his head to pose in front of the Bears fans while they cheer. And that's the only <laughs> touchdown I remember him scoring all season. <laughs> I mean, he was garbage, dude. He was beyond garbage. I remember Enos, man. Yeah. I remember, I remember making fun of his last name. And then on top of it, like, dude, like, you're not even that good. It's like, how you going to have a last name, Enos? And you're not <laughs> the player, man. We already going to make we already going to make fun of you because your last name rhymes with penis <laughs> or, or anus, you know. Oh, man. I mean. You better be a beast with the last name Enos, man. Exactly. Exactly. You can't you can't have a name like that. Like, there are certain names that you just can't have as a star football baseball player. You can't have Roach. I, I don't see Roach being a good last name for anybody to in the future. Uh, I don't see butt, butts. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't see that. You know, Enos is terrible. Okay, K. McNabb, we all know who that trash is. Yep. Brian Urlacher made it to the Hall of Fame. That's one. That's the one. That's the one. That's one. David Terrell. I got a story on David Terrell, but I'm not gonna get into it. But he was trash. Mark Colombo, trash. Michael Haynes, trash. Rex Grossman, trash. Tommy <laughs> Harrison. Now Tommy Harrison was Harris was good for like a couple of years, and then he started getting hurt. If he would have not have got hurt, I think he would have turned out to have a Hall of Fame career. But he has injuries that kind of derailed his career, so I'm not gonna count Tommy Harris. That was a good pickup by the Bears. Cedric Benson, oh, trash. I, mean, I I will remind people about Cedric Benson. How about he got punked out in the Super Bowl game against the Indianapolis Colts, where he got hit one time and was like, oh, you know what? Uh, uh, I made my appearance in the Super Bowl. I'm out. I got my jersey. I can sell this jersey for about $50,000 later on, like 10 years from now, whatever. He's an idiot. They didn't have a pick in 2006 because they made the, 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 the Super Bowl. Uh, Greg Olson was a good pick. That was in 07. He was okay. Like he was okay for the Bears, but when he got to Carolina, his career really took off. Yeah, yeah. Um, Chris Williams, I I don't even remember him. Um, Gabe Karimi, don't remember him. I don't even remember him. Yeah. Shea McClellan was a bomb. I remember him. They they thought he was gonna be like the that next linebacker next to Erlacher and and Briggs to be that like. To that's uh, to solidify the other side of the field. He was trash. Kyle Long, he's a good pick, but I mean he keeps getting hurt. So who else? Kyle Fuller, they just pay him. We'll see if he's worth it. Kevin White hasn't played a single game for the Bears. I think he only played like four games since they What's drafted. What's he doing? Gatorade? Yeah, I think that I think that's what he's been doing. <laughs> uh, Leonard Floyd so far has been a good pick for the Bears. And then, again, the kid, Mitchell Trubisky, 
and Roquan Smith. We don't know where he's going to be. So out of all of these picks, out of all these number one picks, we only got one Hall of Famer out of all those number one picks the Bears draft. Out of 20 years of drafts. Yeah, 20 years. So Bears fans, calm down on that whole, oh, we gave up. We gave up um, two first-round picks for, for – for, I don't think it's worth it. First of all, we the first – we're fans that always complain about the Bears, the Bulls, White Sox, even Cubs in the past, of not spending money, being too cheap, not going after the big names. The Bears finally do something they've never done as a franchise is go after a big name. Be happy, Bears fans, with get, them getting Khalil Mack Trust me, he's going to be worth the ticket sales. The man is a beast, like I said. But but the one thing that I'm going to chill on the breaks with is playoff talk. Let's calm down on that, Bears fans. Yeah. I'm not ready to put them in the playoffs yet. Let's, let's, get, let's get to game. Let's get to week eight first. Right, right. Exactly. Exactly. So Bears, right Bears, now. Bears fans do this every year. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, big time. Bears fans do this every year, and it's not its not worth getting. All you're going to do is give yourself a headache. You know, it's, I'm already seeing stuff up talking about the Bears are going to upset Green Bay the first game of the season. I don't. Based on I, what? Based on what? Because of one player. I mean, Khalil hasn't practiced with the squad yet. He's just being plugged in. Like, that's not going to change the dynamics. He still got to learn a new defense because the, the Bears run – uh, well, they run a 3-4, which is the same thing with Oakland ran. But still, it's still a different scheme. So he still got to learn uh, his new players. Uh, and then you're going up against a Hall of Fame quarterback for your first game. Like, <laughs> this man, Aaron Rodgers has seen it all. He's seen blitzes. He's went up against Hall of Fame linebackers, Hall of Fame defensive ends, cornerbacks. Aaron's going to know what to do. Let's 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 chill on that. All the Bears are gonna, you know, win. They're gonna stun Green yeah, Bay yeah, the first yeah, game yeah. of the Aaron, season. Aaron Rodgers, he 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 get happy when he see that blue and orange man. Some about oh, that, man. that blue and orange get him in the zone, man. Yeah, big time. But, but going back to what you were saying about draft, so like, I just want to thank I just want to thank you, Rodney, for not dedicating a show to an NFL or NBA draft uh, uh, episode because. I find it. I find nothing more boring than a bunch of whack teams. Uh, um, um, you know what I mean? Like, 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 like pontificating about what this dude's going to do, what that dude's going to do for the franchise when they haven't played a single game. Man, I can't think of anything more boring and 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 a a more fruitless conversation, man. So, thank you for not doing a draft uh, uh, episode for for either either. Hey, you know what? A lot of that has to do with the fact that, you know, with college football, I don't follow college football, so I don't know half these players that come get drafted into, you know, the pros in the NFL. The NBA, the draft is only interesting first five picks, and then that's it. Everything else is ho-hum unless somebody – and then you don't see nobody really blossom like, for example, uh, uh, Kyle Kuzma, right? Nobody was talking about Kyle Kuzma when he got drafted, but – he he kind of took off, you know, beginning of the season. He was killing and everything. And then and then what kills me is people will be like, well, well, well why do Bulls pass him up? Or why does team ha- pass him up? He's the 19th pick, this, that, and other. Like you, like you knew Cal Coos was gonna be this good. Right. But right. No, Nobody one, knew. no one was saying anything about him. 
Come on, guys, please get it together, man. I don't, I don't do, I don't really follow college basketball as much either because it's watered down ever since the one and done rule, which I think they need to get rid of completely um, because it's ruined college basketball and it's kind of ruined the NBA a little bit um, as far as these lower tier teams that are struggling to get out of a hole because you got all these one and done college players that's coming out too early and wrecking these organizations because these organizations are putting so much trust in these little kids to take a, a franchise on their shoulder, a la Trey Young, and take them to a promised land. It's like, dude, that's unrealistic. Like, just, just, yeah. just stop it. it yeah. It's, yeah. It's let, let them, let them, let them prove they metal first. You know what I mean? Like, right. Yeah, it's 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 just I, I, it's such a fruitless conversation, man. Like, like yeah. who got who got Trey Young? Who got so and so? Who got? I, nah, cares, man. man. I'm not wasting my time on that. Yeah, they 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 gonna be trash next year too. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's like let's not right. forget the team that drafted him where they were eligible to draft him because they sucked. Yeah. So it's like yeah, I can't get excited, man. How about me in three, four, five years, man? Now I, you know. I understand every once in a blue moon you have a prodigy like a LeBron James or a Kobe Bryant that'll completely transform mm-hmm. the franchise, but that's not happening every year, man. <clears throat> no. And even and even with Kobe Bryant, even back then, it wasn't a big deal that the Charlotte Hornets traded Kobe Bryant to the Lakers for Vladdy Divas. Nobody was making a big deal about that. Like, in comparison to Michael Jordan getting picked over, I mean, Sam Bowie get, uh, getting picked over Michael Jordan, that was a big deal back then. But nobody, nobody's, nobody's scolding the Charlotte Hornets to this day about that move because nobody knew what Kobe Bryant was going to be when he came out. He came out shooting air balls in the playoffs, and everybody was like, oh, he's going to be a bust. And then the next thing you know, you know, he won three championships. So we don't know. You know, no one's an expert. It's all about a player's heart and what they bring to the table. Do they really want it, you know? So I, I don't get into all the draft stuff. Thank you. Thank you, my brother. (laughs) Now, I know you haven't been interested in the NFL, so I want to do something fun. Since I am a big NFL fan, (laughs) I I, I want to challenge you to a game. Since Ian is not a big NFL fan, we're actually going to see how much skill Ian has. Because what I want to do before we go into our next segment, which I can't wait to get into, is uh, we got our first week of NFL games. I'm going to make my picks. Ian's going to make his picks. And then we'll basically, at the end of the year, we'll, we'll add up our records. Right, let's see who is right. <laughs> We're going to see who is right. A guy that don't care about football, and then just picks it. His record is like 400, and, 400 wins and 20 losses. Or me <laughs> losing with 20 wins and 400 losses. And I, I watch I every I game. Can, I think I can swing it, man. I think I can. It'll be, it'll be pure pandemonium, but I can swing it. <laughs> Okay. All right. Cool. Well, uh, we got so I'm gonna I'm gonna just start it off simple. I'm gonna start it off simple. Um, we got the Bears. We're gonna start off with the Bears and Green Bay. I think I already know who you're gonna pick for that game. Man, give me Green Bay all day, man. Green Bay all day. All right. So we got the Green and got the Green Bay Packers. Um, I have the Packers as well. So, um. I'm going to put an initial next to us so I can keep track of our picks. Now, the next, the next game is the Thursday night game, Atlanta and Philly. The game is in Philly. Philly is a 
point five favorite. Nick Foles is starting. Oh man, give me Philly, man. Give me Philly. You got Philly? I got Philly too. So uh so I'll put the Eagles. All right. The next game, Pittsburgh at Cleveland. Pittsburgh's a three point five favorite. Oh man, Pittsburgh all day. All right, Steelers. They they playing that team with the orange helmet, right? <laughs> yeah, they, they yeah, they playing that trash team with the uh orange Martin Luther King helmet. Yeah. The, the, the helmet made out of candy corn, right? <laughs> yeah, the one they couldn't they couldn't think of a logo, so they just said forget it. Uh this is an orange helmet, you know. <laughs> yeah. Idiots. Anyway, Indianapolis, Cincinnati. Indianapolis at home. Andrew Luck's first home game back. Man, I'm gonna go for the upset. Give me Cincinnati. So Ian has the Bengals. I'm going with the Colts here at home. I think I think Luck's gonna have a good homecoming. Uh, Tennessee. That this was gonna be a, a pick'em. Tennessee Titans versus the Miami Dolphins. Uh, Miami on the road, and the and it, the points is even actually. So, um, give me Tennessee. You got Tennessee. I got Tennessee too. All right. Up next, we got San Fran at Minnesota. Oh man, Minnesota. All right, Vikings. I got Vikings too. All right, New England at home against Houston. New England's a seven-point favorite. Pats, man, Pats. You got the Pats. I'm going to go for the upset because New England has a history of not playing so well in their home openers. So I'm going to go for the upset. I'm going for my boy Deshaun Watson here. I'm representing the black quarterbacks. I'm going with Deshaun. I got Houston for the upset. Interesting. All right. And remember, last year, uh, Kansas City blew out New England in their home opener, too. Now, I don't know if that's going to happen two years in a row, but uh, we'll, we'll see. Next, New England, I mean, New Orleans at home against Tampa. Um, against Tampa? Yeah, give me, give me New Orleans. Yeah, I got New Orleans, too. That's, that's a no-brainer. Um, next, we got Jacksonville at... The Giants. Um, give me Jacksonville, man. Okay. I got Jacksonville too. All right, up next. Oh, back to that Jacksonville game. So I don't. We were talking about this during fantasy football night uh, Sunday with Chris Wynn and all the, and all the homies. And uh, I don't know if you saw the televised interview with Jalen because remember I told you the last show he had wrote a list of 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 he rated each quarterback in the NFL and talked about how trash they were and then he just came out and yeah. said he said something sideways about uh Gronkowski and <laughs> if you get a chance please I might I'm gonna send you the link to that interview after the show and right, we'll please. talk about it We'll talk about that one off camera because I don't want to offend nobody. <laughs> That's you, 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 to you, you gonna we we gonna talk about that off wax, huh? Yeah, we're gonna talk about that one off wax. <laughs> Cause uh we 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 went in on Jalen uh, on on Jalen Ramsey, man. That dude I don't know. I don't know. I hope he ain't the football hey. version of Eric Bledsoe, man. I don't know. He might be the football version of RuPaul, but we'll see. 
Oh, no. uh, <laughs> uh, Buffalo at Baltimore. Uh, the Bills at the Ravens. I got the Ravens. Um, they're playing in Baltimore. Give me the Ravens. Okay. Ravens don't even have a quarterback. I mean, not uh, Bills don't even have a quarterback, and the Ravens don't either. They they got Joe Flacco, who's who's whack. Uh, <laughs> Wacko Flacco. <laughs> Wacko Flacco. <laughs> All right. Uh, this is a good one. Kansas City on the road against the Chargers with no home fans. You who you got? I got Kansas City. You got the Chiefs. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Chargers on this one. So I got the Chargers. All right. Up next, we got the Seahawks going to Mile High Stadium in Denver to play the Broncos. Um. Denver, 2.5 favorite. Give me Denver, man. I ain't too high on the Seahawks these days. All right. I got – I'm going to go Seahawks on this one. And up next, we got the Washington Redskins on the road against the Arizona Cardinals. Um, Give me the Cardinals, man. Um, Okay. The Redskins, man, like – Somebody didn't put a hex on that team, man. Like, I don't know if it's the ancestors or what, man. But I, I, I don't think, I don't think nothing good gonna happen for them until they change that name. You know what? And that's a topic for discussion for a future show, man. I, I'm still waiting on the development of that to happen, but I'm sure that's gonna be a future sh- topic. Let's talk once about that it, happens. man. Let's get it in on the next one. Let's talk about it, man. I got. Oh, oh, okay. All right, we'll get it in. I'll, I'll, I'll make sure I scribble that in for the next show, definitely. Um, but like, in the meantime, it's like, it's like you remember that remember that scene in the color purple where she <laughs> where she was saying uh, 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 Whoopi's character was like until you do right by me everything you think about <laughs> that's a perfect analogy I like that <laughs> man yeah. I think I think that's that's what's going on man it's some bad mojo or something man yeah well I'm gonna I'm go with I'm gonna go with the skins on this one. Well, I, I, Arizona's. I'm just not sold on them this year, but uh, I, I'm definitely interested in, in bouncing off that next week. I'm, I might make that the opening se- segment if nothing crazy happens. Uh, Cowboys at Carolina. I already know who you got for this one. Man, you know I got Carolina. <laughs> and you know what? I'm going with Carolina too. So, no shocker there. I hate uh, <laughs> Whoopi Goldberg's lips. <laughs> right. <laughs> I want I Dak Prescott need to click his heels together three times and go back. <laughs> oh man. Or the sunken place, wherever he's from. Yeah, I don't know where he's from. But uh oh okay, so we got the Jets at Detroit, the Lions. Man, they got... still playing ball? <laughs> yeah, the Jets still playing, man. They still exist, man, sadly. Man, give me Detroit, man. I got the Lions too. As much as I hate the Lions, I'm I'm gonna go with the Lions on this one. And last but not least, we got the Rams at the Raiders. Um, and they playing where are they playing at? They playing in L.A. I mean Oakland, uh, actually Oakland. Man, give me the Raiders, man. You got the Raiders. I'm going Rams on this one. So, all right, and there you have it. We got our picks for the week, and. I'll be. We'll, we'll. I'll reveal the record 
on the next show. So there we go. Uh, the the experience expert football expert versus the I don't care about football expert. We'll see who wins <laughs> at the end of the year. <laughs> I'm gonna see what happens, man. Definitely. Now we're about to get into a very, very interesting. Don't press in. So when you tweet all that stuff out and you get ready, you look at yourself, oh, it says, don't press in. So you can think about what you're getting ready to press. Because here's the problem. When you press it, you can't take it back, man. It's out there. And if it's really good, one of those juicy ones, guess what? Da-da-da, da-da-da, we got it. Herm Edwards is so extra (laughs) Oh he's super extra But sometimes he's accurate I ain't gonna say all the time but sometimes he's accurate He's just that angry old man you know That he's just stuck In 1970 man And doesn't care About what's going on but He spits some facts sometimes too So so I don't know if you heard about this story with Jimmy Butler, Jimmy Buckets. No, fill me in, man. Fill me in. All right. So, and I know you're not a big social media guy. I would say the last two and a half years I've been plugged into social media. And... Jimmy did probably the biggest don't you can possibly do on social media. So on Instagram, Gabrielle Union posts a rather tantalizing picture of her (laughs) coming out of a pool, (laughs) rubbing her hair back. And I'm going to not quote the exact words that Jimmy Butler, first of all, he liked the picture number one on Instagram. So he hit the like button. He 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 didn't put a sign over the don't hit. He, they need to add a, a, you know what? I'm going to add on to what Herm Edwards said. Don't press like. <laughs> yeah. Don't, whatever you do, don't press like. Because when you, when, you, when you hit that, when you press the like button, you know what's going to happen? That the, that man, the, 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 the her husband, is going to see it. And he's going to have something to say. So he not only pressed the like button, but he also pressed send. But before, but before he pressed send, he made a comment. He typed in this in all caps. He says, and I quote, well, darn. Quote, un- end of quote. But he didn't hey, say Hey, man. <clears throat> Jimmy Butler's out of line for that, man. We don't even need to discuss this. Dude, this is the wife of a colleague. This isn't just some random chick you, you came upon. This is a wife of a dude you're going to see in them streets. You know what I mean? Like, oh, it's plenty, dude. There's no shortage of IG models. You could go on like they picked. I'm sure they'd be happy to get up with a Jimmy Butler. But mm-hmm. to do that, man, I don't know, man. I that's kind of that's kind of foul, man. It's it's because we all know what the what the likes send and the DM send and all that. We all know what that's about. You know, that's mm-hmm. that's that's holla action. You know what I yeah. mean? Holla, 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 you know? Holla, holla, yeah, yeah. Let's See, here's the thing, and, and here's etiquette for all you guys that are listening to the show, and y'all don't, if you're having problems liking pictures on Instagram or Facebook, wherever you're on, here's a little Instagram, Facebook etiquette, okay? So say my boy Ian got a, a Instagram page, right? He pitches, he posts pictures of his son, 
little folks. And <laughs> hey man, little, little stone, little stone. Little stone. Oh, oh, he, oh, he transitioned. Okay, we'll talk about that later. We'll talk about <laughs> that off wax. That's off wax. That's off wax. Okay. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> so he, he, you know, posted a little picture of him in a dashiki, putting his fist up before he go see Pat, Black Panther. I'm going what? I'm going to like the picture, right? And sees my like. He said, oh, man, <laughs> Rod must like that pic. That's what I'm talking about. We about to go see Black Panther. My boys in it, my son's in a, in a dashiki and this and another. That's what's up. Convention pictures, right? Those get posted on Instagram. You posting a nice, oh, day one of the convention, me and a family. You know, you and your son and a wifey, you know. Right, right. Hands, those are, those around, are, those are, uh, those are yeah. community pictures. Those are community <laughs> pictures, right, right. <laughs> But then if your wife posts a picture of herself and, you know, she got herself looking fly and all that other stuff, I'm, I'm going to just keep scrolling. I'm going to get on to the next picture, man. Exactly. On to the next picture. Exactly. That's, that's for the girlfriends to comment that, on. Exactly. That's for the girlfriends. And if you're not sure about liking that picture, it's a way that you can look up the who liked the picture and you, if you see that it's all women liking this picture, I think it's best that you you just go to the next picture and just not like it. You know, marvel over it on your own time, but you don't have to show her physically that you like the picture. But it's also another thing when you actually like the picture, then you make a comment on it. And you think Dwayne Wade let this slide? Well, I'm going to read the rest. Check this out. <laughs> Dwayne Wade so, from Chicago, he ain't, he ain't letting that slide. Exactly. He ain't letting that slide. So Jimmy Butler posted a thing on his Instagram page. He posted a caption. It said, the good, the bad, and the ugly. And Jimmy Butler made a comment and said, the good, the bad, and the ugly, a.k.a. And then he puts, I guess he put, he had added somebody on this one. I guess he wanted to, he wanted one of his friends to see, um, you know, D-Way's post. Then D-Way makes a comment to Jimmy Butler and says, put well darn in a cap on my wife's photo again, and you're going to see what the good, the bad, and the ugly is like. Wow. Shots fired. <laughs> Shots fired. Bang, bang. <laughs> <laughs> bang, 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 bang. And that comment alone got over 8,000 likes. And then Jimmy replies 23 comments later and says, well, that escalated pretty quickly. Point noted. Am I still invited to the barbecue, bro? What? <laughs> Come what? on, Jimmy. No, Jimmy, you, 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 you sit that one out. The, the, yeah, yeah. You take that L, bro. You got to sit back and take that L, dog. You said that one out, man. That's that's like <laughs> I hate to reference this, man. That kind of reminds me of the movie. Remember the movie in Dead Presidents when Terry when they was in the pool hall. Terrence Howard's character was complimenting dude's wife. Yeah, 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 yeah. Didn't he? he didn't he hit him with a, beat this dude with a pool stick? Yeah, yeah, with a pool stick. Yeah. He he he, he was out of bounds, man. He was out of yeah, bounds. He was out of bounds. He, <laughs> He was definitely out of bounds. Like, and and they had the big payback playing in the background. Yep, and and the pool, the, the dude who ran the pool hall, 
let him get beat down because he knew the dude had it coming. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's Jimmy Butler, man. Someone need to someone yeah. need to create that meme, man. <laughs> like, hey, like, I, I'm I'm with a pool stick. I'm definitely on to I'm definitely on to looking for that meme. It's not too hey, many dead then, presidents in the top five. What kills me? What kills me is the patch up, the attempted patch up. Like, oh man, my yeah. fault, bro. I'm still invited to the barbecue, huh? Right? Like, no, no, man, no, you ain't invited to the barbecue, man. No. <laughs> you know, like he's trying, that... he trying to pull a Terrence Howard. Ah, man, I'm just complimenting your taste. Like, no, dude, you was out of bounds, dude. You was you was hoping to get <laughs> no. something popping and, and, and nothing happened, and you got called out on. Yeah. <clears throat> you got you got popped. That's what happened. <laughs> you got popped. So, so Jimmy, here's another. Here's a message for you. Don't press send. Or another message for you. Don't hit the like button unless you. It's model or something other than Gabrielle Union or whoever basketball player has a wife. Don't 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 be liking other people' wives' bathing suit shots, man. That's that's not cool, dude. That's not cool at all. So I need I need the education because I was able to educate you earlier on the football season a little bit. I need you to educate me on Michael Kopech because I'm just now grabbing onto this story. So okay. you're you're familiar with this issue. So 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 I'm gonna let you take the floor. All right. As the resident angry light skinned guy um of the podcast, <laughs> you know, I, I I feel I'm qualified to speak on this. Um, you know, race relations is something that's very dear to me. <laughs> right, right. Um, basically, what happened, man? Michael Kopech, when he was about seventeen, it, it's it's crazy that Twitter is even this old now. Oh, it blows my mind. But when he was about yeah, seventeen, man. I guess five years or so ago, he cracked some jokes on Twitter, some racist jokes. Uh, straight up dropped the n bomb. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The mother of all racist terms. Um, to my understanding. He apologized for it a, a couple of times, you know, profusely. You know, people have kind of pointed out that, you know, it was some time ago. He was young and dumb, blah, blah, blah. Um, he actually has a biracial girlfriend now. Um, and, you know, he's come out and said that that's not who he, the man, person he was then is not who he is today. It was stupid for him to do it back then. And he was, you know, sorely sorry for it so mm-hmm. um i don't even know how these tweets came back up do you, do you know what brought them back up oh i uh, i know hackers <laughs> hackers simple as that you know it's like if if somebody runs for president right you know how it was when obama ran for president and everybody was like oh he's black he's for sure black and then the hackers got involved and then this whole story about his parents being from Hawaii and they're not really black. And I, it, you remember that, didn't you? Of course. When he was running up against uh, McCain. So it was like, you know, they, they could find things, you know, even recently with our uh, president of today, uh, Donald Trump, he, uh, when he was running for president, they found, you know, this, all of these girls in, in the uh, beauty pageant or whatever, the uh, Miss America, whatever, they all came out and said he, that that he was saying stuff about him. Then that conversation that he had with that one dude, where he was talking about, yeah, I do. I look at the girls in the bathroom and I, I touch on them and do this, that, and the other. And it kind of, you know, almost messed up his chances of being president. <laughs> almost, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's like you gotta, 
when you become a celebrity status or you are become a, a major sports uh, mogul, especially with a guy like Kopech who's coming in, the White Sox fans are looking at him as the next uh, big pitcher to take them to, you know, the next level. And then this come out and it's like, what mostly all most Sox fans are African American or Latino. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so as a white, I'm asking you, and as a White Sox fan, how do you feel about him moving forward? Even it, say his career does turn out successful. Well, t- t- tell you what, I as a White Sox fan. I was very conflicted about this because I'm rooting for I'm rooting for my my team every year, but it's going to be hard to root for this guy in particular. I wish he was on like the Rockies or the Mets to make it all that you know to make it all that more easier to root against him. You right. Know? Um. It's going to be hard rooting for him and, and rooting for the team at the same time. Now I will say this. You know I'm not going to pound on the dude too much. He he seemed to be truly sorry about what he said so you know as long as he's learned from it you know like and you know does some does some work to to, to show he's a changed man perhaps become active in the community like the way joe kim noah was to kind of um you know put his money where his mouth is so to speak you know i'd feel much better about it i'm not going to pile on the dude too much uh, the comments were made when he was 17. I'll be honest with you, man. If you if social media existed when I was 17, if you recorded everything I said as a teenager, you would have you would have got me saying some racist stuff. You oh know man, I mean? me too. About white people. Yeah. So you know, fortunately, we didn't have social media that where we could like air out our stupidity, you know, and it'd be a permanent record of it. So for that reason, I'm not going to pile on the dude too much. I, I'm a I'm a I'm gonna give him a second chance, but at the same time, nigga, my eyes on you. <laughs> like, <laughs> hey, you heard that? Uh, if if he does listen to any type of podcast, you heard it here first. You heard it here from Ian. I'm watching. And, I'm watching. Yeah, I will say this. I will say this on a side note. I am je- as a Cubs fan. For those who might not know, I am jealous that. <laughs> Kopech do got some good stuff, man. He's he's a pretty good pitcher, man. Y'all got a good one. Absolutely. Yeah, he's good. Yeah. He's good. You know, but like I said, I'm watching him. I'm watching him. <laughs> don't don't All right. get out of line. Don't get out of line, dude. Be, be <laughs> you know, be cool now. <laughs> Most definitely. Most definitely. It's good. I, I will make sure I will make sure the community will come after you with everything we have. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I don't know if you heard that doorbell. <laughs> what was that? Right. Yeah. <laughs> that was a doorbell, and <laughs> which sets the tone for my next segment. <laughs> uh, we're gonna call this door to door now. For for you know, uh, me and Ian are involved in a volunteer work where we go door to door, spreading a message of truth to many. <laughs> but there are times where people are either interested in what we're talking about, or they're not interested in what we're talking about. So. I'm going to go door to door myself. It's going to be our neighbor. <laughs> and I'm going to present a topic to him. And if he's interested, we're going to talk about it. If he's not interested, he's going to turn me down like those that turn us down in the door to door ministry do. <laughs> I like this. I like this. Let's do it, man. I'm, 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 
I'm ready. <laughs> all right. All right. So uh, you in the hundreds, right? So, uh, hey, so, so you know when we you ring our doorbells, we got to shout, who is it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Definitely, definitely, yeah. So uh, I'm on. What 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 hundreds? Are, what actual hundreds are you at? Because I gotta be in a territory. Uh, currently, currently I'm on 109th and Doty Road, but I stay on 107th. But I represent the 10 tray, man. The 10 tray. So uh, 110. So 103rd. Uh, 103rd. So uh, I'm at uh, 10301. All right. All right. So uh, I'm gonna ring the doorbell and here we go. <laughs> yes. <laughs> hey, my name is Rodney Walker, and I'm here because I have a topic of discussion involving Colin Kaepernick. He is now the face of Nike. Are Man, you? I am very interested in your message. Please come inside and have some sweet tea. Oh, thank you, sir. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> so, um, my question to you, Ian, is how do you feel? about Colin Kaepernick being the face of Nike. Man, dude, I am a, so, so props to, uh, to Nike for, 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 for having the balls to pull this move. You know, we here at Magnificent Vibes, this is a politically neutral uh, podcast, but, you know, I, I give props to people for standing up for what they believe in, even when it's at a great cost to them. Um, right. Personally, you know, this dude got blackballed like this just put it in a nutshell he got blackballed for st- taking a stance everybody's even forgotten what he's taking a stance about and made it about the demonstration you know mm-hmm. like we sit up here and we uh you know man like 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 in, in, in my in my past teenage years i was very involved i, I don't even want to say involved but i hung around a lot of socially conscious socially active people and the the the, the constant mantra and motto was like, man, you know, ever since Martin and Malcolm got killed, you know, uh, you know, we ain't had nobody to stand up for, for black issues. And, you know, what's wrong with these mm-hmm. rappers and what's wrong with these athletes? And then you finally get someone who stands up for black issues. And, you know, I think Colin Kaepernick's support has been pretty solid, you know, um, you know, but he he needs he, he needs the community to kind of like not forget what he's doing. You know, and I think Nike, mm-hmm. by making him the face or one of the faces of their of their company now, I think that's a good move to kind of show people that, you know, you can stand up for what you believe in and not have to lose everything. Right. Right. Definitely. Um, one thing that I saw that was disturbing was the backlash. Um, and, and again, we are a neutral show here. Um, the backlash you know, against I- Colin Kaepernick? Or Nike? The the the, the backlash against Nike actually for this move. Nike um, about them people. They they get and I know that. They yeah, get, they said Twitter keep, pretty keep, much. Keep getting them checks, Nike. Yeah, keep getting them. Keep getting them. <laughs> keep getting them. And, and for those people that are setting Nikes on fire, let me tell you how dumb that is. You just wasted all of your money. You realize that, right? You're not hurting anybody but your bank account when you burn these Nikes and set them on fire on Twitter and post them. Like, what are you proving? What are you proving by standing up and burning your Nikes? It is Nike paying your bills? No. I didn't even know about that. Like, I I figured there would be some backlash, but I didn't know. Yeah, people, so it's similar to, uh, remember when LeBron James originally left Cleveland and people dropped the Cleveland jersey on the ground and then they set it on fire. So 
you know, it's kind of been a trend ever since when somebody gets traded or somebody decides to leave a certain team, they throw the jersey down and set it on fire. Well, now you got people throwing their Nikes down and they're sitting there and they take a lighter and they light them up and light their Nikes on fire as a protest to Nike making Colin Kaepernick the face of the organization. More, it, it just shows how twisted the world is. People are more angry about a gesture than they are about a life being taken. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, you know this this too shall pass. Nike's going to be all right. Colin Kaepernick's going to be all right. This is going to pass over. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, uh, but we're, we're, I'm curious who was who was Colin Kaepernick's shoe endorsement before Nike? You know what? Funny you you ask that. I I'm gonna have to look that up. I I actually don't know. Okay, that'll be our homework assignment for next. Yeah, yeah, definitely. We'll we'll get that. We'll get that information. All right. So, man, and thank you. I, I actually have to go to the next door. Uh, thank you for talking about this topic with me. <laughs> and uh, we're gonna go to the next door. All right. <laughs> all right. I'm fine, with that neighbor. Oh, thank you. Have a good day. <laughs> <laughs> you too. All right. So I'm about to go to this next door. Yes. <laughs> I have a my name is Rodney Walker and I have a topic for you. Serena Williams doesn't want to celebrate her baby's birthday for religious reasons. Are you do you have time to talk about this? Um yes I do. Please come in and enjoy some uh, Hawaiian punch. Oh man, dude, that's my favorite drink. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh man, uh I don't know if you heard about this but uh, Serena Williams revealed that the reason why she will not celebrate her daughter's birthday is because that she is a Jehovah's Witness. Like myself. And like myself. And um, so how do you feel about this? Now, to my to my knowledge, um uh she's not she hasn't been she's never been baptized and dedicated, correct? No. Okay, I don't know. Like, I'm gonna reserve judgment on this. Maybe, maybe she one day plans on becoming dedicated and baptized. That's that's the official stamp of a witness of Jehovah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you can't have a grandmother, you know, who <laughs> who's a witness and just claim it. You know what I mean? Right, right. There is a very you have to. There's a process to make sure you're well informed of the doctrine and wholeheartedly agree with the doctrine before you can publicly identify yourself as one. So mm-hmm. just to put that out there, if anyone's unclear, um, you know, hey, like, she's clearly not living up to all the principles of, uh, you know, those who choose to dedicate their life uh, to service of Jehovah. Um, but if she... You know, everyone's got to start somewhere. So if this is this is where she's going to start with that, um, you know, cool. Um, yeah. You know, but it would be great to not have to see her running around a tennis court draped in the American flag as well, you know. Exactly. Um, yeah. You know, if you're going to do it, Serena, do it. Do it, and, but don't right. play with it. Yeah, don't play with it. Don't, you know, if you're going to make that decision, you know, and I, which I, I think she's going to probably I think it's going to be something she's going to pursue. Uh, I think it's going to be something she pursues after her career, like hardcore, um, kind of like what Prince did, 
when you know he kind of got out of music for a little bit and he started going to conventions and going to the congregation like i think it's gonna be one of those deals uh, I one thing i did respect uh that she she did say actually not her but the person that wrote originally wrote the column he actually got his information on jehovah's witnesses off our website which i thought was pretty uh that was a huge I get I give him a huge ton of respect for that because most people would probably get their resources from somewhere else. But uh he kind of third party that's not fully informed or, or exactly like, exactly he, like of, of Jehovah's Witnesses for whatever reason. Um but I also say this Serena Williams, we've had we've had worse representation. I I I, I, I loathe it to this day the idea that Michael Jackson was labeled one of us when he clearly wasn't. It's yeah. like his mom was one. He was never one. His siblings weren't, with the exception of maybe like one out of the ten. And Joe definitely wasn't. Mm-hmm. So yep. anybody listening, man, we don't claim Mike, man. No, we don't. We don't. I don't even think he was truly disfellowship like people say he was. He wasn't he you gotta be baptized to be disfellowship. You gotta be yeah. And they never there's there's never a record of saying that he was baptized as one of Jehovah's Witnesses. So it is. It is. You know, I think he, he may, might have respected it, you know, but he clearly wasn't about that life. Um, you know, you know what would be cool. I was talking about this with my wife <clears throat> the other day. You know what would be what would be great representation for us since Prince died if Obama came in the truth. Yeah, I, honestly, <laughs> I, I, I'm glad you mentioned that because I I heard from some um it, it was some friends from Hyde Park. I don't think Hyde Park is no longer a congregation anymore. Which is a story for another day. All right, they are okay. Um, so they, I've heard that he's witnesses have talked to him at the door, um, and he usually comes out and conversates with the witnesses and have good conversations with them. But I heard Michelle is opposed. Like she won't, she she wasn't having that nonsense. Not Michelle. Nah, Michelle wasn't having it, dog. No, Michelle. Mm-mm. Oh Mm-mm. man, that breaks my heart, man. <laughs> yeah, Michelle, Michelle wasn't trying to hear us, man. Oh man. Yeah. Oh no. Yep. Michelle, if you're listening, man, holla at your boy, man. <laughs> I, can, I can set straight any misconceptions that you have, man. Any, any please, to please, because she's a good person, man. I'm sure she. I mean. Michelle looked like she she Michelle always said this. Michelle looks like she's a, a 25 year plus pioneer. That's how I always looked at her. Like 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 <laughs> like they both look like a witness couple, you know. They do. They look like they look like a he looks like a circuit overseer. <laughs> I had a dream one time. This was like maybe about four years ago. I had a dream one time that, that Obama was my new circuit overseer. <laughs> working for my service. It's like, yeah, so uh <laughs> You've been reappointed, huh? It's all part of the plan. Oh, man. Stop it, Ed. <laughs> I, I can see him on a judicial committee. So dude, I can see him giving a keynote address, dude. Stay awake. Stand firm. <laughs> That's good. That's good. I've been trying to work on my my Obama impersonation is is terrible. That that's good. That's good. That's <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, Michelle, holla at your boy, man. I set you straight, man. We 
We don't mean no harm. All right. Well, moving on, I'm going to go on to the next door. Thanks for talking to me, man, about this topic. Absolutely. Come back anytime. Right. <laughs> definitely. Definitely. Man, and we'll uh, sip some more. Let's, uh, if you got that, uh, that blueberry flavored Hawaiian punch. Oh, man, you know, that's the good stuff. I don't keep that in the house. Oh, uh, okay. All right. All right. Well, next time I'll. <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right. On to the next door. Yeah, yeah. Who is it? My name is Rodney, and I have a topic of discussion in regards to boxer Curtis Harper walking out of the ring before a fight. Um, not interested. <laughs> not interested. All right, he's a punk anyway. Uh, but you have a nice day, sir. You do. You do the same. <laughs> All right. Next, this is my last door because uh, I got to go on break after this. Uh, I gotta give me some coffee or something, you know. Keep my stuff going. <laughs> All right. Hot side, you might need a slushy, man. Exactly. <laughs> you All right. Very slushies. <laughs> All right. Yes. Who is it? My name is Rodney Walker, and I have a topic of discussion for you today. Lauren Hill actually replied to a comment that Robert Glasper made about her about not being a real artist. Are you interested <laughs> I'm, in talking I'm, about I'm, this? I'm not gonna I'm not gonna invite you in, but I'm gonna I'm gonna state my I'm gonna say my opinion here at the door. <laughs> okay. Lauren Hill sound guilty. That's all I got to say. <laughs> okay. All right. And that leads into our next segment. No did you catch that? Yep. All right, cool. Loud cool. and clear. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Lauren, ain't nobody come see you, man. Yeah, she she's done damage to her own reputation, like long before Robert Glasper ever had anything to say. Um, you know, I mean, I know people who've seen her show firsthand recently, and like had nothing but bad to say about it. You know, and I read an article out because I was like, okay, why is she showing up late? What's going on? Is it is it a bad show promoter is she being misinformed like do they not have her stuff ready because sometimes you can have janky show promoters and um you know they allow the the opening act to play on too long or something like you know i get it that stuff happens in entertainment but like she was saying that she was waiting three four hours to go on stage this is from lauren hill's mouth because she wanted to wait till all her chakras were in line and she could give the best performance and it's mm. like, oh my God! Like you, you, on, you, man. you sound loony. You sound, you sound, <laughs> you sound crazy, man. Like, like you, you. These people have paid good, hard-earned money to see you perform, and you know they're not getting a good show. You know, you're going on three, four hours later. Some of these people got babysitters. They got to pay. They got to leave because they got to go get their kids. Because you want to wait till your your chakras are in line or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Like. Lauren, get over yourself, man. Ain't nobody coming to see you no more. <laughs> Definitely not, man. I'd rather, I don't see, get I it. Not do, I'd rather see Wyclef in concert than Lauren right now. You know what? I would rather see Wyclef, too. And he's still putting out good music. Um, I actually liked his last project. So, hey, it is what it is. Like, Lauren, you have all these great artists who stand the test of time. And... If you're going to continue to ride one album for the rest of your life, 
people ain't people gonna get tired of hearing it. It's 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 done. Like I'm 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 no longer I no longer get excited about listening to Miss Education of Lauren Hill anymore because it's like I think not to cut you off, but like I think that's part of the reason why her shows have dipped in quality. I think it kind of dawned on her like over the the past ten years, like oh crap, like I don't have a whole lot of material to perform. No. Oh change things up here, change things up there on the spot with the band. I'm going to do a different interpolation of this song and, you know, y'all going to be happy with that because I'm a genius no. and I'm more heel and, you know, because of miseducation, y'all going to, they're going to take this and y'all going to enjoy it. Like, no. But dude, she probably only got 20, 25 minutes worth of material people really want to hear that bad. Yeah, exactly. So, I, I'm not, you know, my wife was trying to get me to go to one of her concerts this year and I, I just told her, I was like, man, nope. I'm not I'm not in, I'm not enthused at all to go to any of her concerts. I keep hearing bad things and no, I don't want to waste my I don't want to waste my money on that. I'd rather waste I would rather spend my money on an artist that care about their craft and want to continue to give me good music. I don't want to I don't want to waste my money on somebody who ain't put out nothing new in, in the last 20 years since I've been in high school. And <laughs> Bill Bill Clinton was president last time she released the album. Man. Exactly, exactly. Like I don't, it, it, you know, I don't. Like I said, I don't get excited when you know how you know how. I'm gonna use Wu Tang for example. Wu Tang has coming out with so much material over the years, but you know why we still get excited when Cash Rules Everything Around Me come on because it stood the test of time. Because they put out so much music that you can backtrack to that and you still get excited about it. With Lauren Hill, you can't get excited about it because it's the only thing she has. Right. Well, Wu-Tang, you got at least 20 albums, group and solo projects that you could pick from and get classic material from. Um, and with Lauren Hill, you, you just don't <laughs> you, you just don't have that. And I'm, I'm not saying the music that she has done doesn't withstand the test of time because it does. But people are only going to want to hear the same song so many times. Like, I'm real curious, man. When your wife invited you to to the concert, how much were the tickets? Man, it was about forty bucks. But okay. you know that. But it's online, so you know you got convenience fees, you got taxes. You know, Chicago taxes is crazy. So you're talking about a forty dollar ticket turning into a sixty dollar ticket, which means I got to get two tickets because I'm I'm buying for me and my wife. So that's a hundred twenty. $130 and I'm spending on a on a artist that's going to show up late for a concert and remix all her songs off her same album that I've heard a billion times. I, I don't want to pay for that. Yeah, yeah, no no thank you. No thank you. I I spent 65 on a concert for Rock the Bells 2008, dude. It was oh, the best man. concert of my I, life. I'm still jealous of you to this day that I missed dude, that. I got to see. I do. Not only did I get to see a lot of my favorite artists, I got to meet them like, like, like hands on meet them, like shake up with them. Cause like the way it went, with it being all day, the way it was set up, an artist would he would get done with his set and he would just like come down the stairs and just walk around through the audience, shaking up with people on his way to get like a drink or something, man. Oh, and that's what's up. It was. It was what was up, man. It was man Nas. Farside, De La Soul, Tri Call Quest, J Electronica, Rock Him, um, Murs, Bread Man, and Method Man. And I, I'm forgetting that's a ton of Dream people. Team, man. That ain't even, that's not even Golden State Warrior status. That's Dream Team status. Immortal bro. Technique, um, Supernatural, um, 
That's like that's the, that's the '92 Dream Team, bro. It was it was awesome, man. It was awesome. Best best show. Best show. Best best show I've seen performed in front of me. But the my best concert experience was probably that Congress Theater uh, show. Oh yeah, I was there too. The Roots. <laughs> oh my God, yeah. that was that was insane. The fact that they performed Game Theory and it didn't even come out yet, and everybody was rocking to it, yeah. was amazing. Yeah, and, yeah. And when, that was, and, that was a Yeah, and when I got Game Game Theory came out like a week later, and I'm listening to it, I'm like, bruh, they performed this whole album in the concert, and we didn't even realize it. Yeah, we didn't even know, but it was it we was dope. Know. It was still dope. Yeah, it was like we was at a listening party plus a regular Rooks concert all at once. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that was that was great. Which leads into our final segment. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, what you been vibing on this week? I know you've been under the weather, but uh, and I yeah, have I've been a little, little under the weather, man. But one album I did get to check out, I, I'm pretty sure you've heard of this group. It's an African funk group. They do like break beats and stuff, and and live compositions. Um, that the Shaolin Afronauts. Okay. Um. Uh, uh, the name of the album I've been bumping is Quest Under Capricorn, and it's a lot of funk, a lot of break beats. Um, instrumental, just really lush instrumental joints and compositions. Okay. Um, just class some classic b boy stuff, man. But yeah, the Shaolin Afronauts, check them out. Um, good stuff, I'm a, man. I'm gonna definitely look up one of their tracks and I'm gonna post it. I'm actually added to this episode, definitely. That's man, gonna... man, there's a track. There's a track I want to send you that, that you got it. That it's yeah, it, send it, it to me. Yeah, it represents their sound very well. Okay. After after we disconnect, give me like 60 seconds. I'll find it and send it on to you. Definitely. I've been listening. I, like I said, last week I was out of commission, so I wasn't really listening to anything. I kind of back, I know I back, I backtracked and kind of listened to the foreign exchange and the connected for your uh, face-off competition. Um, oh, but that, was just yeah. a ref- that was just a refresher for me. I really didn't contemplate on listening to those because, um, I, again, I was sick. Uh, but Yesterday, I kind of I rewind to 2017 and was bumping that Zion 2 by Knife Wonder. If you haven't heard this, it's Knife Wonder at his finest, bro. I'm talking some of the best samples that he found of songs that I didn't even I never heard of. And he just chopped them up and just I mean, <laughs> it is it, it's, it's yeah. It's Ninth it's Wonder at his finest, man. It's like, a dope beat tape. It's a dope yeah. beat tape. Came out Great. of nowhere. It, yeah. It, I can only describe this beat tape as hypnotic. Yeah, definitely. It's like, it's like, yo, man, just give me more, man. Give me more. Like, right. I, can't get, I can't get enough. No homo. I'm not and, and that's when you know what's crazy to bounce off what you just said. It's 40 tracks, and you still like, bruh. Yeah, and they and they're and it's not like 40 tracks of five minute long, six minute long tracks. This is just like 
well organized minute and a half two minutes and they all i mean i'm talking about everything i put this album on shuffle and it's still blended together one time i was at a uh i was at a gathering um not too long ago and i played this just in the background and Cass was like man what is this i was like hey man it's that zion too man you know i i just because they wanted me to put something on their speaker you know those bluetooth speakers or whatever and yeah. control it from my phone so i'm like you know what i'm gonna just throw hey, it hey, hey ronnie hey ronnie man don't don't give, don't give away too, too many of your secrets though man you gotta oh, that's this, just... you, gotta, you gotta make them dig for it though hey hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> hey I, I was just giving them something i'm like man I, i'm off this but y'all can have this type thing like you know y'all still not gonna catch up to me but I just right, we didn't we didn't we didn't moved on to cloth layer, man. We <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we didn't moved on to, to E Jones and, and cooking soul. And... Yeah, come on, man. We on that right now, man. So while y'all catch up, catch up with the Zion too, and you know the uh, Shyland Afronauts. Definitely, y'all gonna hear some tracks after this show, and man, that's what we do here at Magnificent Vibes. Pop the trunk. Hey, man. One trunk. thing I like to say before we go, man. Stayos is good, but Magnificent Vibes is for the children, man. <laughs> That's right. It's for the kids. It's for the kids. Tune in. Hey, find out. Also, check out the latest episode of Vibes and Stuff because there is a winner of the ever-so-coveted best hip-hop group of all time. Um, There's a lot of controversy. If you Also, don't just – actually, don't start with the final four. Start from the beginning. So if you miss – the episode before that, check yeah. that out too. So you can start from the beginning, listen to the tournament. I'm not going to reveal who won it, but yeah, fine. you can find out the fate of your favorite group, man. Yeah, like, exactly, exactly. It was, good, it was a good discussion. I felt the the, the winner who de- who won was it was it was a well deserved win. It was a well deserved win. You know, it wasn't no scrubs that won it. You know what I'm saying? Um, so check it out, man. Check it out. But, uh, we got some more. We got some more material coming up fresh, hopefully this week. We got another album face-off. I can't decide what I want to go with. I'm, 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 I'm contemplating dipping into the instrumental albums for album face-offs. I was thinking of putting Donuts up against Peach Jimenez. That's a good matchup. Um, you That's know, a real good matchup. You got me thinking on that one. You know, but check it out, man. We got, we got, we, we got more material coming down the pipe, man. Yes, most definitely. Only thing that I was disappointed with the whole group thing, uh, the groups, man, my boys, Criss Cross wasn't in it. The youngsters, <laughs> ABC, another bad creation. Man, come on, man. Y'all got to show my young my young group some love. <laughs> Aisha was a classic, dog. It yeah, was. I mean, feeling some kind of way in fourth grade. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> oh, man. But all right, man, that will wrap up the show. And uh, tune in next week. And actually, next week, I'm going to be in Florida. So right. I'm going to still try to record out there if I get good connections. So I'll be letting if, – if we air next week, that's where I'm going to be. Don't get shot, man. It's crazy out there in Florida. Oh, yeah. I know I got to be careful. I know I got to be careful. But it's all love, man. I'm going to be under some good, heavy spiritual protection down there. So hopefully <laughs> we'll be all right. Good, good, man. All right, cool, man. I'm going to send that track to you. And, um, yeah, man, thanks for having me on. All right, live from the hundreds. Peace out. You know it. What I felt is past.